something of an apple kick lately and it got me thinking about sort of the wisdom of like don't eat apple seeds because they have arsenic in them or cyanide in them or something that's like totally toxic so I was like oh I should google that and it kind of led me down this weird path of foods that I didn't realize were poisonous or foods that you regularly eat that you have to cook a certain way or they have toxins in them or parts of foods that you can't eat because they're toxic there are a lot more than I realized to start the apple seed thing basically Basically, what is in apple seeds, also in the pits of like peaches, plums, and apricots, is a compound called amygdalin. And even though people say, oh, there's cyanide in apple seeds, what amygdalin is, is a cyanogenic glycoside, which means that the compound does release the cyanide, but apple seeds aren't like chock full of cyanide. They're full of amygdalin, which releases cyanide. Interestingly enough, in the 1950s, amygdalin was called B17 and was touted as a cancer cure but actually it was just giving people cyanide poisoning and was a example of medical quackery. Fatal medical quackery, as a matter of fact. It's not impossibly hard to eat apple seeds, but you have to ingest a particular amount in order for it to be toxic to you. And by their nature, the seeds or pits of fruits are uh, sort of like unpalatable, which is a protective mechanism so that we won't ingest them in high enough quantities to poison ourselves. So there are actually a lot of other potentially dangerous foods that taste pretty good. And the danger lies in either not cooking them properly or not removing the inedible parts of the plant. So one that I didn't know about is red kidney beans, often found in soups, I find, which contain a compound called phytohemagglutinin, which is a common lectin in most beans, but is particularly concentrated in red kidney beans. So cooking them at a high enough temperature and for long enough deactivates the toxin and renders them safe to eat. Poisonings are often linked to improperly cooked beans that have been like in a slow cooker, so they haven't actually reached a high enough temperature to uh, deactivate the toxin. And it's not hard to get poisoned by it because you only need to eat like four or five of these undercooked beans to have the toxicity. Uh, and the effect is actually on the metabolism of cells, so it induces mitosis and agglutinates or makes them clump together. Actually, there's been some research that says cooking them at lower temperatures actually potentiates the effect, which makes them more toxic. Something else you probably have in your cabinet right now in your kitchen is nutmeg, which is a spice that's often used for various types of sweet treats. So it contains a neurotoxin and naturally occurring insecticide called meristicin. And this compound actually has psychoactive properties, which basically means that in high enough doses, it's going to make you hallucinate. But don't think about like trying it because first of all, who could eat straight nutmeg and who could eat that much straight nutmeg and second of all it takes forever for the effect to kick in and then it lasts for like three days and that's like ridiculous but also like who figured this out who ate enough nutmeg in the first place to figure out that this happened that's what i want to know so there are also some plants that have parts that you can eat and parts that you can't examples of this would be the stems and leaves of tomatoes which you cannot eat or rhubarb which you can make pies from the stalk which is very tasty but not the leaves which are very deadly and another food that we talk about commonly 
finally sort of the whole like cyanide and the apple seeds thing is the potential poisonousness of potatoes. <laughs> so potatoes that are kind of like beyond their prime can actually make you quite ill because of a compound called solanine, which can be toxic uh, to your nervous system. So people often say that if you have potatoes that have areas that have turned green, you probably need to not eat that potato. And the reason is that potatoes that have uh, green spots have been exposed to enough light for chlorophyll to be concentrated in those areas. And while that does not necessarily equate to its level of potential toxicity, it can be a good clue that the concentration of the toxin may be elevated from light exposure, as well as things like age or exposure to heat. So it's not a definitive clue, but it is a reasonable clue. And that's why you can't just like cut off the green bits and eat the rest of the potato because the solanine may not be necessarily in that place. It may be in the whole potato, even in the parts that look okay. So the actual toxic dose for it depends a lot on body weight. And actually, if you're eating potatoes regularly, you're invariably ingesting some of it. You can have slight amounts of it without any major health effects. And actually the US National Toxicity Program has deemed less than 12.5 milligrams a day safe. So no, you do not have to give up potatoes. And yes, it's fine if you ate that green potato chip.